Hey, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Online Course Elevator Podcast. I am your host, Josh Lyon, and I'm so grateful that you're here, whether I'm in your ears on the podcast or you're watching me on YouTube, which is kind of new for me still. Uh, I'm really excited that I get to impart a little bit of wisdom, that we get to chat about you know, a strategy today. Today, I want to talk to you about social ads versus organic social and how to combine those into a strategy that actually makes sales. Because so many beginner course creators and entrepreneurs that I see are, they think that they're just going to run ads and they're going to make sales when the people who have been in this for a while understand that there's honestly a better strategy on the back end that you can implement. And so I'm going to talk through one of the strategies that helped us make over $3 million in course sales, how we kind of used it. But I'm also going to go through some frameworks and some mindsets that we need to shift for you before you even start. Before we get started, I have a little gift for you that I've been working on. It is completely free. It is just something that I wanted to put out there because it's truly a problem that I see in the market, which is not being able to create a course that your audience actually wants and needs. And I felt like I could solve this problem. I also did a podcast about it and people really liked it. So I thought I could dive deeper into this. I could give more value on this. And so if you go to courseelevator.com backslash create, you can get that free training that I've just made. It's a little long, but it goes into a lot of depth about creating your course and how to find your audience and and find out what they need and, and all of that good stuff. So just go check it out. I would love to get your feedback on it. There's probably more that I could add. And there's actually a place where you can give your feedback. So uh, go check that out. CourseElevator.com backslash create. All right, let's get into the show and talk about social versus paid ads. Welcome to the Online Course Elevator Podcast. I'm your host, Joshua Lyon, and we're here to help online educators transform the lives of their students while also growing a business that gives them freedom and purpose in their lives. Okay, so there are a few beliefs that I feel like we need to work on here as entrepreneurs when we're talking about paying for traffic and trying to make sales versus doing organic content, right? The first mindset shifter or false belief that I think we have is that if we pay for traffic, it's going to come. If we pay for traffic, you're going to make sales. If we pay for traffic, people are going to follow your page. I can pay for traffic all day long. 
but that doesn't mean that it's going to have an impact or that they are going to buy from me. Paid ads are a science. They are very complex. There is a lot to them, and there are a lot of factors that, depending on how you turn those knobs, you're going to get different results. And so some of these factors to think about are the creative. And the creative is, if you're doing a video, how is your hook? How is your script? How is your B-roll? How is your, I mean, how is your overall aesthetic? If you're doing an, an, a static image, how does that look? Is it eye-catching? Does it stop the person from scrolling? Does it easily and effectively communicate the message that you're trying to get across that your product or, or your service is the best for them? There's so much that just goes into creative. And then there's copywriting. You know, that description down below. How are you selling that to them? Are you able to clearly communicate the pain points that you're solving, the value that you're giving, the type of person that could really take the most advantage of this product? So there's a, there's, there's the creative and then there's the copy. But then on the back end, there are a couple other things. There's the targeting. Who are you targeting and how are you expecting them to react to your ads? You know, are, if you're targeting Dave Ramsey because you have a financial product, is that really the right audience? What do you know about the Dave Ramsey audience? You know, what do you know about their lives, their beliefs? Uh, why do they connect with Dave Ramsey? Why do they like him? What age group are they in? So there's so much there, but then there's retargeting and retargeting is when we are actually following up on the people who engaged, who showed interest, who maybe visited our page or, or clicked over, but didn't do anything. And is that set up properly? Are we following up properly? Do we have fresh creative? that is targeting those people versus the creative that we targeted them with originally as cold audience. And so there's science to that part as well. And then are we removing those people once they've actually made an action? You know, are we saying, okay, they bought something or they downloaded something, they joined my email list. I don't need them on this retargeting list anymore. So there's, there's some technical side to that. And then, then there's budget. Budget is, I mean, think about how much you can spend on this course, on, on advertising this. And now some of you, if you're making sales, you should be spending money. Don't get me wrong. You should be spending money on ads, on promoting, and probably more in the strategy that we're going to talk about in a few minutes. But when you're just, when you're just getting started, your budget is so small. And it is so limited and it really has to be super effective and it has to work for itself. Like it's got to pay the rent, right? Like you can't just have ads out there running all willy nilly because you want them to. Those ads have to be effective. They need to bring in conversions, new customers, business. You can't just be running ads because you think it's the right thing to do. And then a lot of people get angry because those ads aren't returning anything to them. So 
it's kind of this mindset of, well, if I'm going to put money in this machine, it's going to spit money out, right? It's so much more than that. There's so many different skills you have to learn in order to make an effective ad campaign, especially for cold audience. And that second belief is going to be people who buy a similar product will buy my product. And you'd be surprised how many people just assume this. Going back to the Dave Ramsey example, if you have a $297 financial course and you assume that because Dave Ramsey's in the financial space that they are going to, those people are going to be interested in your course, you may be wrong. And there's so many other factors that go into it. What is that audience like? What are their beliefs? Dave Ramsey's a Christian. A lot of his teachings are based on biblical ideas. So a lot of those people get introduced to Dave Ramsey actually in church. Now, Dave Ramsey is also very, I'd say, boisterous and like he's kind of he can be kind of harsh. Um, he's also a good old boy. You know, he's he's kind of from Tennessee and, and he's country a little bit. So he kind of keeps things simple. There's a whole lot that goes into that audience who connect with Dave Ramsey that just because they want his thing does not mean that they're going to like another thing. Marketing comes down to know, like, and trust. When you are trying to attract a cold audience, you have to give them a reason to come in to your ecosystem, to want to know you, to want to follow you. You have to give them something to show them, hey, I'm a real person and this is the way I, I teach and this is what I teach and this is how I connect with people and see if they want to be a part of it. So building that know, like, and trust factor is so important before you go targeting somebody who just likes another person in your space or brand in your space thinking that they're just going to automatically hop onto your bandwagon. In fact, I would go the other way and say, you need to be creating content and attracting the people who are going to connect with you and then figuring out what other brands they're attracted to and target cold audience based on those brands instead of what a lot of people do, which is say, well, I'm in the financial space. I'll target Dave Ramsey and... And those people will come to me and they'll like me and then they'll buy from me. So it, it's a little bit backwards. And the third false belief that I think a lot of entrepreneurs have, especially online, is that people are going to make spontaneous decisions to purchase your product. And that's why ads will work. That you're going to be able to write the best sales page anyone's ever written. And every person who clicks on your ad is just going to be automatically sold. Now, are there brands that have done that? Yes. In fact, we sold a fair amount of cold audience for our launches and things like that. But most of our sales came from people who are already on our email list, who are already following us on social media, who already knew that they wanted to be a part of what we were doing. And when it opened up, they bought. Spontaneous purchases uh, it's not like being in a grocery store and buying a candy bar that's next to the register. 
online, you have so many factors as far as trust goes. You have, you know, is this place legit? Is this person just going to steal my money? Are they collecting my credit card information and going to go buy a yacht with it? And then I'm going to have this huge, you know, claim that I'm going to have to file with my credit card company. Um, you really have to show them, hey, I'm bringing you into my world. I'm, I want to teach you. I want to connect with you. And you really have to prove yourself to them. You are the one looking to serve them. So serve them. Don't just try and sell them. And that's probably the cherry that I'll put on, on the top of this mindset section is stop trying to sell and try to serve. If we substitute the word sell for serve, it makes things so much easier. It makes creating content easier. It makes creating products easier. It makes communicating with your audience easier because you're no longer trying to get something. You're trying to help them be better. And those people will want to work with you. Those people will want to take their money and give it to you for more because they'll think, wow, if he's or she's doing this for free, what would they do if I paid them? So think about that. Okay, so now we're going to get into the strategy that I think works best when combining social and paid ads. I'm going to say this. What if you thought about your social media marketing more like email marketing? There are three kind of aspects of email marketing, and that is attract, nurture, convert. You usually will attract people to your email marketing through some sort of lead magnet. You're giving them something for free, some kind of training, some type of value, some template or, or checklist or whatever it is. You're attracting them. You're saying, hey, I've got this thing of value. I want to give it to you. All I need is your email address so I can send it to you. And then you're going to nurture them, right? You're going to continue to send them things. You're going to continue to give them ideas, inspiration, help them through the issues that they face. And then when a opportunity comes around, maybe you have a launch, maybe you have a new product, maybe you're doing a sale, maybe you have an evergreen style email funnel where they're getting value, 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 and then you're proposing that they join your mastery program or something like that. I believe this is the better way to think about content as well. I think that if you give people a way to be attracted to you, you give them value, you put ideas out there that actually serve them and actually help them, then they are going to follow you, see you in their feed. They're going to check your page. They're going to watch your stories. You get to continue to nurture those people right? And then you get to ask for the sale or you get to offer the sale. Really what you're doing is you're saying, hey, here's another way that I can serve you. You're enjoying my free stuff. Here's another way you can enjoy my services. And so I believe that's a much better way to think about your content. I'm going to talk a little bit about this. Creating content is such a pain point for people because it's hard. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that it's easy. I'm struggling with it right now in this video. I took some time off and it was hard getting back into it. 
So I'm not going to sit here and tell you that creating content is easy, that being consistent is easy, that jumping in front of the camera every day or every week or the microphone or whatever it is, or the keyboard, if you're blogging is easy. But when that content hits, when you get a lot of views, when you get a lot of traffic from one piece of content, exponentially affects your business because now you know, oh, this is something that hits. This is something that people want. This is something that I can put out there for more people. And so use, we're going to go through a few steps on what this looks like, but Consider that, consider the content you've made, or if you're struggling with making content right now, I, I hope this will kind of change your mind and see why creating content will exponentially improve the impact of your business, of your ads, of, of all of that. So what does this look like? Using analytics is the first step to any of this. Unless you haven't created content. If you haven't created content, go out there and make, just, just go make something. Just jump in front of the camera, write a script, whatever. But use analytics to see what the impact of that content is. If people liked it, if people engaged with it, if people are sharing it or, or they're just ignoring it. When they call these vanity metrics, you know, likes, comments, all that, it's true. If your goal is to get the metric. But if your goal is to use the metric to make a decision, then it's not a vanity metric anymore. It is an actual useful piece of information. So you're going to put the content out there. You're going to use analytics to find out what's doing well. What do people like? What are people engaging with? Next, you're going to pick your top content. So whatever has the most views or likes or shares or comments, engagement, Whatever that is for you, that's what you need to focus in on. And that's what you need to promote. Yeah, I said promote. You want to promote your best content to cold audiences. You want to take what you have done well and you want to share it with others. That is one of the best ways that you can get these people into your ecosystem, learning about you, liking you. You have to spend money to get them there. Yes, there's organic reach. And a lot of people will say, oh, well, I, I just grew on YouTube organically. I mean, that's part of what I'm trying to do right now, right? But what if you took that $200 that you thought was going to make you a bunch of sales and you actually use that to promote that content to more people than the algorithm is giving you and you attracted 500 new people to your Instagram, to your YouTube, to whatever. Well, now you've got 500 new followers or maybe, maybe call it half of that. If you attracted 500 and you say, okay, well, some of them followed me, some of them didn't, you know, but you've at least exposed yourself to 500 people who, who already thought that content was interesting and they're already engaged with what you were teaching in that video or, or that post or whatever. So now you have a chance to nurture. They're going to see you in their feed. They're going to check your page. They're going to watch your stories. And now you get to nurture them. Now you get to put out that helpful content. And from there, you get to work on serving them more through offering them paid opportunities. 
this is where it really comes down to a little bit more of a science. You kind of have to learn your rhythm with this. We always did like value, 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 promote, value, value. Or if we were doing a launch, we would do more of like value, promote, value, promote, because that rhythm just worked better during a launch. Like We wanted everyone to know like, hey, we have this product for sale. And when I'm saying value versus promote, I'm talking about when you're putting out content, you should be mainly putting out valuable content, content that helps people, content that motivates, inspires, encourages, anything like that. And then once in a while, you should be selling because you have to be selling. Like selling is not a bad thing. Selling is still serving, but you are serving them and they are helping you to continue serving them because at that level, there has to be an exchange. And so it's not bad to promote. Gary V calls this the jab, 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 right hook. If you've heard of that, I think he even has a book titled that. But you're, you're giving value, you're giving value, you're giving value. You're showing them a way that they can further work with you. You're giving value, you're giving value. And so don't be afraid to do that. So there are a few steps to this that we've gone through. And I think I got a little all over the place. So I'm going to go through them really quickly. One, use your analytics. Know what videos or posts or blogs are getting the most views, the most engagement, the most interest. Two, choose your top content and promote it. Put it out to cold audience, people who might like your stuff. It's a great way to test other audiences. If you have a video that, going back to the financial example, if you have a video you put out and you promote it to Dave Ramsey's audience and they like it, okay, maybe Dave Ramsey's audience is aligned with you. Or maybe they don't. Maybe you need to go try and find another financial person who you can target the audience of or another interest or, or demographic, something like that. So you're going to promote that to cold audience as a way to invite them in to your ecosystem. You're not selling and then number three, now you get to nurture them. You're going to give them value. You're going to offer things to your followers and subscribers that help them to be better engaged with you, that build community, that, that help them to know, like, and trust you. And then while you are nurturing, you can offer other ways to sell them, to, to bring them further in to your circle. So it's like they're in the free circle. And you want to bring them into the paid circle. There's nothing wrong with that. You're still serving them. You're still trying to find a way to serve them. You're just showing them how they can do it. And so if you think about that, so those are the four steps. If you think about that process from their point of view, they're thinking, oh, like, let's say they, they see your video in their feed. Like, oh, this is interesting. Who's this? You know, oh, I, I like, that. okay, I'll follow him. I'll come back and check it out later. Right. And then they you pop up in their feed there he is what's he saying this time okay oh i like that all right and then that happens a few times it's such a more natural way of selling of serving than putting out an ad and just assuming that you're going to be able to bring people into this complex funnel that will sell them off of a five dollar click okay it just doesn't happen that off way 
So this strategy really combines the attraction of organic content marketing with the reach of paid market. And social media is great for doing this because you have both you have both the content you're creating there and you have the paid ability. It's harder to do that on Google Ads because you could promote your content as as a link at the top as an ad. Um, and that might work, but people aren't reading things on Google. It takes them to another page. It's a little bit harder with YouTube, but it's actually probably doable on YouTube because you have pre-rolls. People have to watch five seconds or whatever of your video before they can watch the next one. And if that five seconds is packed full of value, you might stand a chance of interrupting their viewing experience to actually go and check you out. And so there's a lot of opportunity here. It also makes your money go further because it's more effective and it's targeting people who already well, it's it's really more of an awareness campaign, which is usually cheaper anyway. And it's generally targeting people who are going to watch, not necessarily convert, because all of these platforms charge more when you're trying to convert. They're they're like, oh, you want me to send somebody to your page? That's going to cost you double. But if you're really just trying to grow your brand, this is a great way to do it and expose people uh, to you and what you're doing. And then the last thing is it just, it just comes off less scammy. You know, it when they don't even think this is an ad because it's just a video that applies to them, it's so much less scammy than, hey, come buy this. You know, asking to hook up on the first date. Like, that's not what we want to do. We we want to build these relationships. We want to serve people. That's what this platform, online education, is able to do that so many others aren't e-commerce, drop shipping, all that, it's that's so much harder to do with serving and with teaching. We can actually help people. We can impact people. And that should be our goal. That should be what we're ultimately trying to do with all of this. And if you are in that place where you are working on building a course or a product or, or you're trying to figure this whole space out, you think you have something to share and, and a way to serve others, I just want to steer you back towards that free training that I just made. I really think it could be helpful for a lot of people because it will put you on the right path to figuring out where your value is, where you can create something that people actually want and need rather than building something and going through this whole launch process and launching to crickets because that's what happens to a lot of people. And I want to try and help people prevent that courseelevator.com backslash create. You can go get that free training right now. There's no catch. There's no sales thing at the end right now. It's, it's just out there for people. So I hope you enjoy that. And thanks for joining me today. I will see you next. If you enjoyed this track, you can check out the artist Mountaineer on Upbeat. The track title is Check It Out.